right, welcome to the Yeah We Know podcast. You're in the ring with Jimmy and Hot Rod. How you doing, buddy? I am incredibly excited because everyone is clearing their calendars for noon on a Thursday to watch a WWE pay-per-view, right, Jim? You're darn right we are. We have Crown Jewel coming up, which everyone will be watching at noon on a Thursday. There you go. Excited for it? Yes, and this is I am excited because they actually have put together a good card, which they always manage to do, even though it seems that it takes place in a distant universe. But this is clearly just because it has to happen at seven o'clock, you know, an actual time that things should happen in Saudi Arabia, right? Arabian time—that's all that this is. Uh, exactly. That's that's the that's the only reason for that. And yeah, they've got a pretty stacked card, and usually the Saudi Arabia cards are stacked. Uh, it's because well, they get paid for this more than they do anything else. So they might as well stack it as much as they possibly can. Uh, and that being said, the, one of the matches on the card is Mansoor versus Mustafa Ali. There is no way Mansoor, Mansoor, sorry, Mansoor <laughs> loses this. Is there? I wouldn't think so. I mean, you know, you, you like to tell the story to, uh, to the wrestling uh, non fans out there about how the WWE plane was held hostage last year so uh if they try to mess around and have a monsoor uh, take a loss it's not going to go well correct yeah we talked about that last year and uh kind of a scary situation for all the talent involved we did get a great adam cole daniel bryan match out of that but uh, not last year the year before the last time they were in one of the last couple times they were in saudi arabia um so hopefully that doesn't happen again i think monsoor wins this one um because even though they beat everybody in their hometown, they're not going to do that. And Ali, they don't really care about. They're going to get a huge pop. That might be an opener for this just because people are going to be so excited to see him. I would hope that that's the opener as well. Let's just get that out of the way because I liked my energy when Mansoor and Ali were together. I sort of liked their energy together. I don't know that I was that excited for their feud, which I, of course, knew was coming, but I was kind of like, we could have just kept them together for a little longer. Exactly. Uh, We have the Queen's Crown Finals. I think the total time in the entire queen's crown tournament did not equal the charlotte bianca main event from raw the other night which was about 22 minutes uh we have dewdrop who just laid on top of shana baszler and you know because dewdrop's heavy shana baszler can't can't kick kick out you know the funny things there uh versus zelina vega who before this tournament had not i believe won a match in a year so that's your finals dewdrop and zelina vega who wins this one rod at this point, I don't care. I'm incredibly, incredibly disappointed, I guess, because I think angry would be a ridiculous thing for me to feel about this entertainment product that I have absolutely nothing to do with creatively, but it's just really disappointing. I mean, it's just frankly disappointing. It's like you want to have something for the first time ever, which you and WWE love to use as legend making and storytelling all the time, right? So the first ever winner of, they love doing that, all right, that's catnip to them. So you have the first ever Queen's Crown Tournament, and then this is the lineup you give us these are the matches you give us i mean it's just i don't i don't understand it you're still you're gonna have somebody you're gonna call the queen of spades you're gonna have charlotte from the queen city but oh yeah yeah no you're really supposed to care about our queen because it's dewdrop or selena vega i just i i'm so disappointed the wwe does so much better with female storytelling than this that it's just i'm really scratching my head yeah, and taking nothing away from uh, Dewdrop, I think Dewdrop's great, and she could be fantastic. Uh, Zelina Vega was never really a wrestler. She's done fine, 
But again, it's one of those matches you really don't care. Now, do drop Shane and Baszler final would have been a little better. Of course, it was the ending that they had, and it wouldn't have been. Uh, you really had a, a chance to put Shane and Baszler back up at the top, the Queen of Spades, the Queen's Crown. Everything would have felt perfect, which is why they didn't do it. Probably, uh, I'm going to go with Zelina on this one because why not? Give me Dewdrop then. I'm just gonna because we got to have something right. different. So give me Dewdrop then. Because you're right, Dewdrop can go. I don't want I don't want Dewdrop's family and fans out there getting after me because I'm a big fan of Piper Niven. Right? Isn't that yes. her name? Yes. Good. Good job. Good job. Yeah. And you I'm, can hit I'm us a big up. Fan uh, of hers. Uh, all you friends and family can email us at, at yeah we know pod uh, or yeah we know or yeah we know pod at gmail.com and tweet at us at yeah we know pod. Uh, King of the Ring final should be a really good match. I think Finn Balor versus Xavier Woods. Uh, going, I go back and forth on this. Balor does not need it at all, but I don't think they really think Xavier is going to be uh, a singles competitor. I'm going to go Xavier Woods on this one, though. I, I think why not? I was I was going to actually go Xavier Woods, thinking that you were going to go Finn Balor, Balor here, and Balor, uh, Balor. I'm going to go yeah. Xavier Woods because I'm going to I'm going to learn from you, my Jedi Master here. Okay, the sure. New Day has been together forever. We're moving them shows. Perhaps they want a new stu- new New Day storyline to be. They're breaking up. What? better way to bring about a breakup than jealousy so maybe xavier woods gets the crown and it starts to be a little thing okay i like that yeah a little kofi doesn't have a title xavier's the, the king uh biggie is obviously the champ so they already hinted you, a little doing? bit perhaps as well where uh where xavier's like let me make a royal decree tonight right already maybe showing that he's gonna get real full of his britches if he gets it on i don't know maybe so give me uh, give me give me xavier woods as well but i really thought i was gonna be opposite of you on that one uh i mean i would have my money we, on jinder mahal to be honest with you so i, I, really I know, thought honestly, was maybe gonna yeah, walk away exactly. with this what does Finn Balor do as the king? Like, who who cares? Like, King Balor? I mean, I guess. Whatever. Prince Devitt, King Balor. Oh, my God. They are going to give it to King. Oh, my God. Well, you I'm just switching. talked yourself into it, didn't you? Yeah. They're giving it to Prince. Yep, they are. They're going to give See, it to See, and him. you know what I heard is a shout-out to uh, to Kaz from the uh, the Mass Man Show over on The Ringer, another great wrestling podcast you guys should be listening to out there. I'll, uh, mm-hmm. I'll, I'll, I'll give them some shine because they're good. But he said, think about it. The WWE loves merch. What about like a demon crown, right? I mean, how many demon crowns could you sell, Jimmy? And I was like, oh my goodness, that's not a terrible idea at all. They're totally giving it to Finn Balor. Um, All right, RK Bro, the champions against AJ Styles and Styles and almost almost has that spin kick now, so you better watch out. (laughs) Who's gonna who who? uh, Listen, this feud has been going on way too long. This needs to end. I think RK Bro takes it. Uh, they should not take the titles off, off them yet. It should be a while before they split them up, which means they're probably going to split them up. But I'm going to take RK Bro here. Yeah, I I, I got to stick with you as, again here and go RK Bro. I promise we're going to probably disagree on a few other matches, but I got to stick with you for RK Bro here. But I'm going to go on this angle. I We need RK Bro as a pillar of Monday Night Raw, right? We're about to have the big switch over. We need Babyface Randy and the most over stoner the world has ever seen Riddle as pillars of Monday Night Raw that people are tuning in for and they know they can get guaranteed pops from. So definitely they're not losing the belt in Saudi Arabia. So that means they're losing the belt in Saudi Arabia. All righty. Would you make me explain things? Then we realize that we're wrong. Why don't we just make these picks and move on? All right. And the match that you're looking forward to the most, I have a feeling. We have Seth Rollins versus Edge in hell in a cell. 
Oh, looking forward to the most is probably a huge understatement. You know what I mean? Like I, I'm so excited to see what kind of business Seth and Edge have cooked up for us in this Hell in a Cell match because there's so many great Hell in a Cell moments throughout WWE lore. This is the third match. I really feel like these guys are probably going to try to go for something. I really do. And so I'm excited to see it. And as far as who is going to win, I'll go first this time, I guess, right? You're going to let me go first this time since you picked first the last the last couple? Exactly. All right. I'm going to go with – give me Edge. Give me the Hall of Famer. Give me the Hall of Famer over Seth Rollins because, frankly, you can just – you can take Seth Rollins in a lot of other even more heelish ways if he loses this match and goes even more nutty. So give me Edge. I think the home invasion guy needs to lose. I think that's my philosophy on the matter. Uh, I think Rollins needs to lose. I think Edge needs to win this one uh, for his family, for for safety. Uh, I definitely think Edge guy loses. That's just a good yeah. wrestling rule moving forward, Jim. We should adopt that on the podcast. A home invasion guy loses. Uh, what could be worse than home invasion? Killing someone in a ring. How about that? Uh, Bobby <laughs> Lashley and look Goldberg. At you. I know that's called that. You know, hey, we're doing the best we can here. Bobby Lashley and Goldberg, dude. Goldberg again is is quadrupling down, and no, I'm literally going to kill you. So I, I I want I want Bobby Lashley to win this because I don't want him to die in the middle of the ring. But Goldberg, is he actually going to kill him, Rod? I mean, is this like is this going to write Bobby Lashley off? Well, see, this I've really, to be honest with you, been going back and forth in my head so much about this one because there's just there's so many questions really that like as somebody you know that that's starting to claim I know a little bit about wrestling and knowing more and more each and every day, right? Like, is Goldberg really just going to be a guy who takes a big check to just come and get worked and get guys over? I mean, is that something that Goldberg's willing to do to the to the character that he was? Because he certainly wasn't ever willing to do that for anybody when he was actually in the prime of his career. So, and he's lost so many times recently that, like, I just, uh, I almost want to go Goldberg, but then you're right. He can't kill Bobby Lashley. So, I suppose I got to go Lashley he? by default. I, I mean, who knows, right? All right, Rod, you're going to go Lashley. Thank goodness, because I'm going Goldberg. I think Lashley dies. Wow. All right. So, they're yeah. going to do some sort of a die shoot, huh? Well, it's no DQ, so you can kill him. Um,. Bobby the Brain Heenan wants that. So you mean you can, or uh, Jesse the Body Ventura, I think, wants it. So you can take a shotgun to somebody outside the ring and it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's outside the ring. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I think I, I, th- I think Goldberg wins because, again, you know, uh, child beating, I think, is that is that what Lashley did to his son? Um, no, I, I don't think that, he that didn't. Person... Listen, let me, let me go MVP on this, all right? <laughs> Bobby Lashley did what any other person would do if they felt they were being attacked from behind. Bobby Lashley, the almighty, just did what he felt was necessary to protect himself in the ring. Okay, so Lashley's the victim. That's what MVP would have us believe. Did you like my MVP impersonation? I, I, I did, I did. That was not bad. That was not bad at all. All right. Um, let's move on. Uh because <laughs> hopefully Goldberg kills him. He just, he's dead. Uh, we have Big E against Drew McIntyre. Big E's the champ. Drew McIntyre's the challenger. It's crown jewel. <sighs> Who's going to get this one? Is it, I mean, listen, McIntyre is going to move off of Raw and go to SmackDown. What if McIntyre wins the title here? What, what's going to happen, Rod? 
Uh, see, this is why, like, you've trained me as well to know that anything could happen here because I've had that same thought in myself, too. I'm like, well, they're not going to let the belts go to the different shows. But clearly, I mean, Vince is just making up these rules anyway. So, I mean, anything's up in the air. What I wonder, what I truly wonder is how long of a run do they want Big E to have a belt to be the top liner of a card? Are they really trying to set up for this is our guy or is this something that we're just doing for a little while and we're going to go back to the tried and true because Drew McIntyre grows on me more and more. When I first turned on back to wrestling, I was kind of like, I don't know about this guy. Then he started becoming a bit more of a smart ass and I sort of was enjoying that. Then he was wearing thin on me a little bit when he literally was going to kill Jinder Mahal and all of his cronies. But now I'm starting to really like the character that Drew McIntyre is settling into. So I just, I really have honestly no idea here. I really have no idea here. I want to, can I plead the fifth? Are we allowed to do that on picks? Uh, no, you you are not allowed to do that on picks on the Yeah We Know podcast. You're in the ring with Jimmy and Hot Rod at Yeah We Know Pod, Yeah We Know Pod at gmail.com. I will tell you this if Biggie loses this match, it's going to be a travesty. Biggie needs a, a really solid, uh, you know, 12 minute match here with Drew McIntyre. Uh, two great workers, um, two faces right now. I think Big E wins and Drew goes to to SmackDown to rebuild himself and uh, eventually fight Reigns. All right. All right. You've talked me into it. I'm, I'll go Big E here as well. But I just I was trying to just figure out what – I mean, because we also have the, the women's belt is certainly a bit up in the air as to what could happen with it as well. So, uh, Women's belt is all over the place right now, which – transitioning into the SmackDown Women's Championship, Becky Lynch versus Bianca Belair versus Sasha Banks. Now, Rod, I know you haven't watched Raw yet from, or all of Raw, should I say, uh, from this week, but Bianca and Charlotte had a heck of a match, a battle. Um, And it was about 22 minutes long, and they ran long. They ran actually about a minute or two over the, the top of the hour, and it ended in a stupid chair disqualification, whatever, um, from Charlotte, Bianca holds the chair at the very end, but um, really ridiculous ending there. So Charlotte retains. Becky's your champ for SmackDown. Bianca and Sasha are there as well. I uh, don't know if this might turn into a four-way with everything that's happened. Uh, Sasha Wait a minute! Becky, I believe somebody on this podcast maybe said something about why are we just not having a four-way match and we just put all the belts on the line. I believe somebody on this podcast said that. Jimmy, was that Hot Rod, perhaps? No, I said that actually last week, but thank you though. Uh, no, uh, yeah, I, they might they might bring her in uh, again. What are they going to be wrestling in? I think is a, is a big uh, indicator of how this match might go. Depends on if they Ooh, are okay. In... Elaborate, elaborate. Well, I mean, if you are in a huge baggy, um, whatever they're going to call it uh, uh, on the show, if you're not in your typical trunks and things like that, movement might not be as easy to do. Uh, you may not see as many uh, high-risk maneuvers like you would in, in other matches. I think they're still going to figure out a way to do it because they're all, all three of them are great, or four of them are great. Uh, so that'll be interesting to see what happens there. Um, so Becky is going to Raw as a SmackDown champion, right? Charlotte is going to SmackDown, and she's the Raw champion. So we kind of need to figure something out here, don't we? So having both belts on the line would make sense here, and just switch them somehow. What we don't want is we don't want them to stand in the middle of the ring and just switch the belts because that's ridiculously stupid. So I think perhaps we see, I think we might see Sasha pin Bianca to become the SmackDown Women's Champion. That gets Sasha a win back from Bianca. Becky does not get pinned. 
Sasha is on SmackDown. So we have the SmackDown Women's Championship on SmackDown. And then we kind of figure out what we do with Charlotte <laughs> after that. So I'm going to go Sasha in this one. I think that's – I'm walking through this. I think I'm going to go Sasha on this one. I'm going the other yeah. way. I'm going okay. I'm going another way. I'm going let's give somebody two belts for a little while and then we kick the can further down the road to figure out how we're going to bring the other belt back to the other show. How about that? That to me seems like you can almost get there easier than you can get to a whole bunch of other stuff. So why not have Becky beat Charlotte and she definitely gets involved in this match. That's what I think. Okay, okay. So you're thinking Becky's winning if Charlotte is involved and she'll be Becky two belts again. Cause she was Becky two belts for a while. Correct. Okay. okay. I just think that they have seemed bound and determined to make sure that all of us out in WWE universe know that, Hey, this is Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch is a big, 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 big deal. Remember Becky Lynch is a big deal. We're going to tell you about all of the big deal things that Becky Lynch has done before. Becky Lynch is a big, big, big deal. I mean, they have just done that ever since she has come back. Have they not Jim? Yes, they have, and she has told us that she's awesome as well. Right, that's what I mean. So I just, I, I, I just, to me, it seems easier to navigate somebody having two belts than figuring out how you're going to do this whole dance where somebody has another belt, and then somebody else has this belt, but can this person pin that person? Just have somebody dominate everybody and wear two belts for a little while, and then go from there. I mean, that could happen. I, I could definitely see that happening. Um, but if Charlotte doesn't get involved, then I'd completely see your logic. And, and why not have Sasha win? Because then you have the story of, well, the only reason Sasha didn't win earlier is because she was out and now she's back and ready to lay it to everybody. Yeah, I mean, could be. So, hmm, that's interesting. I like it. I like it. I think it's going to be good. I think it's going to be a good match as, as good as they can uh, with this. Uh, speaking of, listen, it's the best thing that WWE has going right now. It's Reigns. It's Lesnar. Uh, Lesnar and Reigns did the uh, contract signing at the very end of SmackDown said. Which was a mistake. They should have had that contract signing happen before the match at the end. Of the, the, the women's match that happened before the contract match should have just been the end of SmackDown. That was a mistake. Yeah, because they actually had a, a winner in the women's match. It was great. It was a solid yes. match. Yes. But then it's like, all right, get out, get out, get out, get out, get out, because we got to go. It was uh, a good reminder of Sasha Banks, frankly, because she had kind of been gone for so long. So, I mean, and then not having that be the end of SmackDown was just, that was a disservice, I think. Agreed. Uh, Roman Reigns, Brock Lesnar. Last time they fought in Saudi Arabia, uh, Roman Reigns was challenging Brock Lesnar and speared Lesnar out of the cage. And the cage and Lesnar hit first. Reigns hit second. So that means Lesnar wins. That was crazy. I think Roman Reigns walks out the champion. You. At this point, right, with how many days he's had the belt, I think at this point we're clearly trying to head him towards the 500 number. Are we not, Jim? I mean, are we not trying to take him towards the Brock Lesnar number? And then what better way to get him even closer to that near the end than by beating Brock Lesnar again? Good. Yeah, not a bad idea. I just, I, again, you've, you've just, you've really got me believing that, like, I just don't think a whole lot of stuff is going to change in the, in the Saudi Arabia show, right? This is just like, hey, we're all here for a money grab and let's just, you know, let's just get back about our business. That's just kind of what I think is going to happen. Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I think so. I think so. And they really don't like to do too many huge things. Um, I mean, they've had big things in, in Saudi, but there's no title changes. I don't think we've, 
we've said in this. Uh, does that worry you a little bit? Yeah, but haven't they only changed the title once over there? Wasn't the Fiend the only guy to ever actually win the title in Saudi? I, I can't remember, but uh, yeah, they. We'll see. We'll see what happens. I, I again, I just hope no one dies. Absolutely. You I know? mean, and, and listen, we we're just I, we're both throwing a thunder here. We're both throwing a thunder. Excuse me yeah. about yeah, what yeah, to yeah. pick on this because you know this is the kind of expert level stuff people come to this podcast for. For you and I, just keep being like, I don't know, really. We'll see, right? We just that, have to say that so many know. times here. That, because I don't know. It's tough talent right now, right? I mean, it's tough talent. We're we're to believe that they're in a war with a, a rival faction right now, right? And here we are working up towards a pay-per-view, and we still just we don't know what the WWE thinks they do well and what they need to double down on at this moment, and it's just weird. That is Crown Jewel, and yes, they are in a war with AEW. Uh, AEW runs Rampage uh, from 10 to 11 on Friday nights. And WWE said, oh, yeah, well, we're going to go a half hour over without a commercial break. And we're going to have Sasha Banks and Becky Lynch fight so in your face. And we're going to win. And they had more viewers. Now, that 10, 10 to 1030 uh, time frame, uh, it was a lot closer. Uh, the demographics uh, you know, went toward AEW. They are in a war. And I, for one thing... First of all, it's great because they're going to try to do the best they can, uh, both both companies. But why does it have to be a war? Why can't both both companies succeed? I, th- I think that's the best for wrestling is when both companies succeed. Well, I mean, it's also not necessarily let's 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 uh, let's use some uh, some parlance of uh, of our times here, right? I don't know that it's necessarily a full fledged war quite yet because it doesn't seem that the old man is willing to admit that he's in a war. He's only sent some like exploratory troops at this moment to like just help with kind of a peacekeeping mission, right? Like I don't think it's full blown war on the WWE side yet, and if it is, they should be scared because their uh, their offensive is a uh, is not much of an offensive. Uh, well, I mean. Listen, you, you, you have – it was interesting what AEW did. Uh, they put a half hour before kind of a pre-show on YouTube. Uh, Brian Danielson and Minoru Suzuki uh, wrestled. Did you get a chance to watch this? I, I did not, no. I, uh, I'm, not, I'm not deep in the Minoru Suzuki catalog, so I have no idea who that is. Uh, New Japan uh, wrestler, uh, very famous, uh, hits hard, Rod. This was a battle. This was a fight. Uh, they hit each other hard. They It was a match like you, you're you not going to see very often. I thought it was really great. Um, Is it I like a Walter match? Way. Is it like a Walter match? Kind of a hard-hitting Walter match, your boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah I would say so. All right, because, so, you know, i got to frame everything to WWE. The AEW guys are going to love that, by the way, that I just had to frame something else back to the WWE and the NXT even. But, again, that's well, just that's the way it all works for me. Walter is a lot more known for outside of NXT and, and, and things like that, although he is great. Uh, CM Punk and Matt Seidel wrestled on Rampage, and they had about a, I think it was a 15, 20-minute match. Uh, Good. And, and that's what CM Punk needs. He needs to yes. get get those longer matches in. Seidel's a really good worker. Uh, Evan Bourne in WWE back in the day, but he hasn't been Evan Bourne for quite some time. Uh, so they had a good match there. Uh, Ruby Soho uh, was involved in Rampage as well, I believe. So there was a lot of good stuff on Rampage. Uh, and then SmackDown, obviously, with the overrun we talked about, they had the end of the Becky and um, Sasha Banks match, and then the contract signing that was very quickly done. Uh, listen, the only thing that can happen that is, was some is of the best moments of, of SmackDown, though, was Adam Cole yelling at the dudes to get the table and the chairs into the ring. That was some of the best I know, moments that was of that like, SmackDown. Uh, 
Michael Cole, uh, not Adam Cole, baby. Because if Adam Cole was yelling on SmackDown, that Adam Pierce, excuse me, Adam, or Adam Pierce. Pierce. See, I did it too. I did it too. My bad. <laughs> yeah, Adam Pierce yelling at everybody. That was the, that was the most authority Adam Pierce has shown in months. Well, you know, Sonya Deville, uh, you know, oh, had yeah. her one-on-one match, uh, you know, with with Naomi. Uh, yeah, we got sidetracked awesome. here though. We were talking AEW. That was kind yeah, of that was that was a that was a great heel turn by her though. Actually, I'm surprised we didn't bring that up. We talked. We'll, we'll get to that next show. Back to AEW. I'm sorry, AEW fans. Yeah. So listen, AEW is hot right now. They're going to continue to be hot. Uh, Tony Khan even accidentally leaked uh, the the card for the next pay per view. Accidentally, uh, that dude knew exactly what he was doing. He's all over. Like, I mean, he's tweeting at Ravel. He's he's doing a lot of stuff. He's just don't get too cocky. You know, you gotta, you gotta keep, keep your eyes moving forward because work on your show, your show's exactly. good, but you gotta Jimmy, keep it on your show. There's one Trump card that the old man has, Jimmy. Do you know what the Trump card is? Uh, is it Trump? The WWE hall of famer. Sorry. I'm just joking. Go ahead. <laughs> no, the 25th anniversary of, of possibly the man that still gets the biggest pop of any wrestling superstar of all time is 25th anniversary. Is it Survivor Series this year, Jimmy? I don't think he's going to be at Survivor Series. I don't think it works with his schedule. I understand he's not going to be at Survivor Series, but I'm just saying that is the that is basically like a like a Russia and the United States, right? They used to not want to fire upon one another because they each had nuclear weapons, and then other countries would never mess with the United States because we had a nuclear weapon and they did not. I'm just saying, AEW, you guys have brought a lot of people to your roster recently, yes, but you don't have anyone the size of The Rock, and The Rock still looks good enough that if he decides for a month i'm gonna get it together and chop it up one last time that's the trump card that AEW cannot match yeah but it's it's a trump card that they're going to use like for three shows and some some uh vignettes taped you know it's not a long-term trump the way that a lot of these things work though jimmy you only need uh you only need good ratings runs for a couple right and then that that gets your number up to the point where then you sell your ad dollar and all the above you know what i mean you only, you only need to be strategic about when you get the big wins and it can mean so much more in the long run you've been listening to the yeah we know podcast you're in the ring with jimmy and hot rod enjoy crown jewel rod take us home Enjoy Crown Jewel, but just know that I'm telling you right now, WWE fans, all of you, get ready. We will see The Rock, Dwayne Johnson, wrestling at WrestleMania in 2022.